Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I am so excited to have our friend Melanie Wilson with us again. If you haven't ever caught Melanie on Homeschool Sanity Podcast, you're missing a lot, so make sure you check her out. So, so we got a really hot topic to talk about today. So, Melanie, first, for folks who are new, tell a little bit about your family, and uh, then we're going to talk about dating. So hop them in there, say hi, and tell us about your kids and where they are in the dating process. Okay, so I have six kids. Four have graduated. Two are still living at home. My oldest son has a serious girlfriend. We are expecting to hear about an engagement sometime this year. We're hoping to. I have my third son is in a pretty serious dating relationship also. He is at college. And right now that's all the relationships that we have going on. Mm-hmm. Um, my second son has also had a dating relationship in the past, but he is not currently seeing anyone seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that that's where we are. I have five boys and one girl. <laughs> that is so funny. I have four boys and one girl. It's this strange mm-hmm. proportions. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, when, when, we started out homeschooling a, a very long time ago, so I'm, I'm aging myself. Um, it was in the throes of the courtship era. And, you know, parents were to, you know, choose their kids, you know, future spouses, and there would be no dating. You would just be kind of, you know, assigned to each other. And then as soon as you're old <laughs> enough, you get married. And uh, you, you had, when we were talking earlier, talked about, I, um, I kissed get, dating goodbye. Mm-hmm. And uh, y'all had run into that book. So we were troublemakers, us seven sisters in our community, because we really didn't feel like parents should be the ones who decided on a kid's future spouse. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was with relief that that kind of passed on by. So <laughs> anyway, what has been uh, your experience and what are your thoughts on dating these days? Well, I could clearly see the problems associated with dating. And I think that that's where the courtship movement came from. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, besides the fact that, you know, it was an old fashioned throwback, which much of homeschooling is honestly, yeah. you know, we, we love Charlotte Mason. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's old fashioned, you know? Yeah. Um, so there was that. And from my own experience, seeing what my friends went through and seeing what my clients went through, yeah, yeah. I could see the very real problems associated mm-hmm. with casual especially sexual relationships. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I don't think, I don't think the problem was with dating relationships where kids were going out in groups and, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. You, there was this one particular guy that you liked and you were with him or, uh-huh. or going to a dance with a particular boy. That was not the concern that was at the heart of the courtship movement. It was more that, kids hearts were being broken. Uh And in my experience, I saw a young man who was in a serious dating relationship in high school, his girlfriend breaks up with him, and he attempts suicide. 
Oh, uh-huh. The emotional devastation that can happen as a result of a relationship that includes sex mm-hmm. that was intended by God to be within the context of a covenantal relationship where you can feel secure, at least relatively secure, uh-huh, uh-huh. that your spouse isn't going to leave you just yeah. you know, for the next best thing. Without that, we can suffer so much emotionally mm-hmm. and psychologically. So yeah. I absolutely understood and even agreed with that philosophy, not that parents would choose the spouse. I was never of that mind, but that, um, and I forget this pastor's name who did a whole teaching series on video that we actually did at our church. And I, and I uh-huh. thought this was so good that he said that you really shouldn't be dating until you were serious about having a future relationship with someone. Yeah. And, and I liked that. I really mm-hmm. liked that philosophy because I think it avoided a lot of the crazy immature yeah. <laughs> things that yeah. kids would do, you know, going yeah. to prom. And, you know, that was the other thing that I really had an issue with because I saw this in my generation and following where even parents would pay. Now, this did not happen when I when I was a kid, but parents paying for a limousine to take a couple to prom and then to a hotel afterward and then being surprised when the girl ends up pregnant. Uh, hmm. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I didn't want anything to do with any of that. Yeah. But unfortunately what happened for me, Vicki, is that I fell into the legalism end of the pool uh-huh. uh, because it gave me this sense of control that uh, yeah of yeah. safety yes yep, yep I could make sure that my boys were not going to be brokenhearted attempting suicide yeah. um, getting a girl pregnant or getting a venereal disease um, I didn't want any of that yeah yeah and so I had the philosophy that we're not going to do the dating thing in high school. And then that all blew up. (laughs) (laughs) Real real relationships between parents and teens will change things. Yes. Right. Yeah. So what happened was I have a very strong-willed oldest son, and I'm so Uh incredibly grateful for him because he he made my homeschool and my family so much better and so much stronger because, uh-huh. you know, my pride and desire for control were just um, obliterated by him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's good. That's a good yes, thing. It is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, he was just bound and determined to start dating when he was 14 years old. Well, no, <laughs> sorry. No. And I, I discovered that there were homeschooling moms and, you know, maybe, maybe it was on, you know, both sides, but I was finding homeschooling moms who had daughters who were all for dating and dating young. And so I, I was really at odds with this. Uh, I did not want that. 
you know, I'm having, um, you know, uh, screen, screen time, um, communication going on between my son and this other woman's daughter and nope, nope, nope. (laughs) (laughs) It was just a big no go. Uh And I realized that my very rigid approach to it was making things much, much worse. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my opinion on 14 year olds dating has not changed. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a fan of that. Um, but what has changed is I am a lot more open to an individual child saying, I would like to go on a date. I would like to go to this dance, um, with a particular person. Um, and this is why, um, and you know, these are, you know, if I have a child coming to me and saying, you know, these are, uh, the safeguards that I'll have in place, you Uh know, it's not uh like we're going to be by ourselves, you know, and initially when we're just in high school, then I started to have a lot more grace and to recognize that it was my child's responsibility to Uh make the choice. And it was my responsibility to present the pros and cons Mm -hmm. to having uh, an early dating relationship, like in high school. Yeah. So you were more an educator, like Mm -hmm. a presenter of information and you based, and I know you well enough to know this, you based what you were doing in the relationship that you had Mm -hmm. with each kid. Right. Like each kid, you knew them and they knew you and y'all respected each other. Yes. So the next situation that happened, because that that relationship (laughs) that my son was pursuing at 14, that that one really cooled down. And I think that's for the best. But then the next opportunity that I had to deal with the dating as teens issue was my son was uh, working. He was very, very responsible in his work. And I was so impressed, Vicki, that he came to me because I really had not, after my experience with my oldest son, I had really not said, don't even think about dating because it's not going to happen. You know, I, I didn't do anything of the sort. Yeah. Um, but my son came to me and he said, I would like your permission to ask a girl I work with out on a date. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, uh, wow. <laughs> you know, I mean. Uh, I believe he was 17 um, when he asked me that. Um, And I said, absolutely. Um, Uh This is a young man who had been incredibly responsible. I was so impressed that, you know, instead of like just asking her and maybe sneaking around, Uh which he absolutely Uh would have had the opportunity to do, Uh he comes to me and asks me if he can do that. Now, she did not say yes. Um, uh-huh. So he didn't end up going out with her. But I thought, you know, wow, how amazing is that? Um, yeah. That, you know, I've come far enough in my parenting and in my relationships with my kids that that's how that went down, you know, and I was able uh-huh. to ask him, you know, what is she like? Why do you want to, you know, go out with her? What do you like about her? And uh-huh. That has really been um, the way we have continued these conversations about dating 
since then. Um, since then, um, that particular son has a girlfriend I mentioned at the beginning. And, you know, I have had other conversations with him uh-huh. about sex, for example, you uh-huh. know, and about the the risks of having a sexual relationship before marriage. Uh-huh. And, you know, I just acknowledge to him, it's like, you may have already um, chosen to do that. But I just want to tell you, these are the risks that are associated with doing that. And so let me just say those so that so that parents can share these with their teens. Uh-huh. The risk of giving or receiving a sexually transmitted disease in today's day and age is incredibly high. And girls in particular can contract an STD that can make them infertile without them even knowing uh-huh. that they have had it. It's it's terrible. It's just a terrible, terrible thing. I had um, a friend when I was in school who contracted herpes, not even in the context of a serious relationship. Um, and after that, she she had to tell her fiance, of course, the man who wanted to marry her, that she had this, that he would likely get it from her. She had to um, get C-sections um, oh. when she had her children because she was mm-hmm. in the middle of an outbreak and she wasn't able oh. to have a vaginal delivery. I mean, these are there are real consequences to yeah. getting an STD that kids don't know about. Again, our kids are so sheltered. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and I think that's a good thing. Yes. But we also have to tell them this is yeah. this is a consequence. And then of course the emotional consequences. Um you know both both uh, men, young men and young women can become so emotionally connected because of the sexual relationship that if something happens um, to that relationship, then it's really, really a challenge. Yeah. Um, so, you know, those are the kinds of things that, and then of course, you know, the best for last, which is God says, don't do it. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and I love, um, I love what, um, oh, and I cannot think of her name all of a sudden. Um, oh, and I'm not even gonna be able to think of the video. Um, sex, oh no, sex has a price tag. Um, sex still has a price tag. Um, she is an incredible um, speaker, and it's something that you should have your kids watch if you can. Um, I, I will look that up, see if I can okay, find it yeah. for the show notes. Sex still yeah. has a price tag. Okay. She is a phenomenal uh, speaker, and she speaks directly to kids. Um, but you know what? What I I love about what she says is that God is not out to ruin your weekend. Oh. <laughs> that, is, that is not why He has given us yeah. this prohibition against yeah. sex outside of marriage. That's not what it's about. Yeah. Um, it also doesn't mean that if if your kid, if your son or daughter has already you know made that uh, choice. Um, to be sexually involved. It also doesn't mean that, you know, they're ruined. um, They're outside of God's love and forgiveness. Of course not. Of course not. Um, But, you know, God gives us these principles to protect us because he loves us because he wants what is best for us. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that what you did with your kids then is, is y'all talked about things, you know, and not, not talking about things doesn't make the, the, the (laughs) troubles go away. (laughs) No, no, it does not. Um, and you know, I think, you know, you can, you can invite your kids to talk with you. You can say, you can always tell me, you can always tell me, but you have to be so careful that you're not giving a secondary message, which is if you tell me that you have been sexually involved, I am going to be so disappointed in you. Yes. Um, Because they will not talk to you. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I mean, I know very well that my kids probably will not, (laughs) will not tell me uh, that because, you know, they know how I feel. And, Uh and that is something else that, um, I have been able to do with my kids is to say, um, you know, let's say this is what I have said to my oldest son, who is, like I said, is probably going to be getting engaged uh, this year. I've told him how I feel about living together. And I've given him the statistics that people who live together before marriage have a 75% divorce rate. Yeah. 75%. And, you know, I've given him my philosophy about why I think that is. Um, but I've said to him, my beliefs are never going to change. You know, it's like, if you decide you're going to live together, um, that's not going to change my, my beliefs. Okay. It's not going to change it. But what, what also will not change is my love for you. Absolutely. Yes. Um, you know, you have to make your own decisions. Um, it's, that's between you and your um, you're intended and you're, and you're God. Um, but you know, I am here to tell you the best way because it's God's way. And I'm also here to be the one who loves you. That is again, relationship before rules. Mm -hmm. That is lovely. Yes. That's such gentle wisdom. And I, I really appreciate that, Melanie. So, okay, let's shift gears because we'll run out of time if I don't. Tell everybody in case they haven't run into it about your planners and, and the organized homeschool life and mention Grammar Galaxy, which I love so much. So Okay. Yeah. So I have written a book that helps you to organize your entire homeschool life, not just your homeschool, not just your room, your curriculum but your whole life in 15 minute missions. That is the organized homeschool life book. And then I have a planner to help you even figure out where you can fit 15 minutes of organizing into your day. And then after I created the organized homeschool life, I felt um, led to write a different language arts curriculum for elementary students. And it's called grammar galaxy. It's story-based it's fun. It takes very little time. So kids have plenty of time to do reading and writing that's just for fun or for other subjects. So um, I have that. And then I also have a year of living productively, which can help homeschool moms or really anyone um, learn their own personal formula for being more productive. Yeah, which is lovely because there's not one right way to homeschool and there's not one right way to fulfill your own productivity. So I really appreciate the book. So we'll put links to all of that in the show notes. So 
Anything else that you want to share with the folks? I just want to reassure you that if your son or daughter makes a dating decision that you think is really not a good decision, (laughs) um, that poses a threat to your son or daughter to take that to the Lord, um, to pray about it. Um, I have seen real fruit of that. Um, there was a time when I was very, very concerned about a relationship and I refused Vicki, as you were kind of, um, as you actually keep alluding to about the primacy of relationship, I refused to let my feelings about an individual come between me and my child. Yes. And instead I just gave it to the Lord and I said, you know what, if this relationship is of you, make it work, make it happen. Mm -hmm. And if it's not, break it up. (laughs) And there's no one that can pray like a mama. That's right. The truth. That's right. Yes. Oh, such good encouragement to wrap things up on. So thank you, Melanie, for making time for talking with us today. It was my pleasure. Thanks so much. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, this has been the Homeschool High School Podcast brought to you by sevensistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. 